Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to From the Newsroom. Reporters and editors from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette step from behind the keyboard and in front of the mic to offer insights on stories they're working on. From the Newsroom, from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. I'm Executive Editor Dave Nordman. We're joined this Monday and every Monday morning with by Sports Editor Jim Wilson. Welcome, Jim. Dave, what's happening? Jim, every Monday we'll get together, we'll break down the high school football top 10 from the previous week and look ahead to some big games next weekend. So let's start with this past weekend. Um, St. John's, number one on our poll. How did the Pioneers fare? Well, the uh, St. John's, number one on our poll. They played Catholic Memorial, number one in the Boston Globe poll. It didn't go well for St. John's in the sense that they lost 35-20, but you're looking at the bright side for St. John's. Uh, they play one of the toughest schedules in Central Mass, if not maybe the state. They're not going to see a team as loaded as Catholic Memorial, probably until they play Springfield Cathedral, you know, in uh, and from Western Mass. They, you know, they they went behind twenty eight nothing in the first half, but that's when sort of the light bulb went on for them. They, they you know, Colin Schofield, you know, he rallied the team back. Three touchdown passes. He hit Jay Brunel, Iman Dennis. So those three stars are starting to click for St. John's because they make them tough to stop. Uh, they have a chance to sort of get get back on the on the winning streak with uh, Everett. Now you say you say they're not going to face a team yeah. uh, as potent as um, Catholic Memorial until like later in the season. But then Everett comes down the road Everett. in uh, in in six days, and um, so it's test number one now. Test number two. Yeah, this is, the, this is the typical the no day no days off for St. John's. They have. Uh, Everett, they lost to Springfield Central. Uh, another, you know, the other one of St. John's Nemesis teams. They lost to them forty to twelve in the week one out in Western Mass. And they played Zavarian last week. They beat them by six points on Friday. Uh, they're they're ranked number five by the Boston Globe. So they're going to be a tough. You know, they're always one of those teams that they're always in the, 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 the topic of best in the state. So hopefully St. John's looks at the film and they say, you know, it's good for them. They, they lost 35-20. They were down 28 nothing. So at some point, the, you know, things the, the offense started clicking. The defense started making some stops. It just was too big of a hole in, in Catholic Memorial's too big, too good of a team to sort of, you know, cough up that big lead. So, but you got to be happy with what they did in the second half, and hopefully they can continue on that. No, absolutely. And, you know, looking down uh, right below uh, St. John's is, is Doherty. Uh, with a with a really good win over a, a pretty good Algonquin team. Yeah, I mean that Doherty did everything. I think of Sean Mulcahy was looking at a checklist of things he wanted to see happen. I think he, he checked off a lot of those against Algonquin. Uh, Noah Callery, he's been a starter since his freshman year. He's a junior now. He's uh, uh, he, he looked really sharp. He, he didn't really. They don't really have to go to the air. Uh, you know, Sean doesn't really run it up on a lot of teams, so it's not like he had to throw for 400 yards. But he he was able to look good when he had to. Dan Sheeran. Uh, it's a lot of running back questions with two touchdowns. That's a good sign for them. Uh, usually, when they uh, when Doherty's uh, one of the loaded teams, they have a good running back to sort of wear teams down and let the offense do what they want to do. Uh, they have a big test on Friday. They play uh, they play at Doyle Field, playing Lemonster at seven p.m. 
Lemonster, they, they beat Westfield to open the season, and that's a really good win for Lemonster with new coach Devin Gates. Uh, a lot of new players in that offense. They, uh, they, you know, they picked off the number three team by Mass Live, and, and so it made it look easy, 34-6. So uh, they're going to be tough. J.C. Cora looked really strong. Vashawn Dixon rushed for a pair of touchdowns, and so that should be a good test for Doherty. Yeah, that's a team that not a lot of people are talking about, Lemonster. Yeah, they, they were, they were, you know, Dave Pelosi stepped down to become the, uh, the full-time AD. They brought in Devin Gates as a really quality coach. I think you'll you'll be hearing a lot of them down down the uh, next couple weeks. They always have a talented team, so it's it's not it's always a good Central Mass season when Lemonster is involved in one of the better, better teams. So they have a lot of talent. Absolutely, and then you know right behind uh, Doherty, we've got Watt choose it uh, with a shutout over North Middlesex. Yeah, that's uh, you know it's, the defense did a lot of good things for Watt choose it. They. Uh, um, they lost a lot of skill players from last year, so it was interesting to see what was going to what what team was going to take the field on for, on Friday. And of course, they opened up. You know, what North Middlesex is one of those rebuilding teams, and they had a good showing for the first half. And Duachusa just ended up wearing them down. So they got a good uh, uh, good defense. They had a block punt return for a touchdown to sort of get everything going. Uh, they have, you know they lose. I think they used uh, Seamus Higgins and Luke Maypother at quarterback. So they're still trying to figure out what's what's the uh, formula there. But they'll figure it out. They have a, they have a tough schedule, so they have to sort of figure it out fast. They got grafted at one o'clock Saturday. Uh, Grafton they, they lost in the Shoba to open the season, but they, you know Grafton's one of the perennial better teams in the area, so that'll be that'll be a good good game. And um, the next game we're going to talk about is I think one that uh, that that everybody was talking about in week one, which is uh, a couple of ranked teams in Tentasco and Shrewsbury. Yeah, I mean that's uh, I, I know Tentasco really. Uh, I think they're they're one of those teams to watch. Uh, they have uh, their their freshman quarterback is is a. Uh, uh, is 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 good pedigree of Dante Reno. He had you know 230 yards, two touchdowns. His dad is the uh, is Tony, the coach at Yale, who played at Oxford High, so he knows what's what's going on behind there. So he looked really good. They just ran into a really good team in Shrewsbury. I think uh, you know Shrewsbury you know, is uh, is much better team than P- you know, number six. So I think uh, they showed that a little bit on you know they didn't have their quarterback. Uh, one of the best names in, in Central Mass is is uh, a, a quarterback for them. So I think he he's a uh, he could be once he gets healthy. I think he's going he's to do a lot of damage for him. So I think uh, you know with, uh, with with Shrewsbury just doing doing work on forty six twenty nine. You know they just uh, they just did a real good job. I'm sort of rambling here, but I think yeah. you know, no. Then they and uh, and we talked before before we went on air. They have uh, they have a, a pretty good Westboro team coming up too next next week. Yeah, and yeah. that and that game's at Westboro, which is never an easy place to play. Yeah, exactly. I guess I got bundled up here, but I think. Uh, yeah, Westboro is T.J. Mojero. That's the name I was looking for. Six touchdowns. He had almost 400 yards of offense. That's really impressive. Uh, Clint Mills. I think you know if he if he gets healthy, he got banged up in the, the preseason. He he missed the opener, but if he gets healthy, they're going to be clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, and Shrewsbury. You mentioned Majera. You know he. Uh, you know he's followed a couple of really good quarterbacks in the last couple of years, and here he is steps in on week one and has uh, what what some would consider a career game for most yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah, I think I think he was he did a little bit of everything for for Shrewsbury that day. He was under center. He was running running the ball. He was he was uh, lined up you know outside. So I think he could. Uh, uh, he can make things happen. If he's he's a guy that other teams have to look for, like Westbrook's gonna be looking for him on the film and see where he's lined up at all at all times next week. Yeah, and then you know, c- kind of continuing down the list here, we've already we mentioned uh, Neshoba here a couple of couple of minutes ago in their in their opening um, opening week, but uh, you know, a big win over Grafton. Yeah, I think Neshoba, you know, the state champions. I think they're mm-hmm. a real. You know, Jamie Tucker has that team as a program. I think. Uh, 
they showed they could find the find the players to fill in the holes from graduation and just you know grafting an opener is not a, not a you know, fun thing for a team to prepare for because the Indians are always ready. Uh, but five picks that's that's a big thing for Neshoba. I think you know, the last couple of years we've been talking about their offense and how you know we always have a solid quarterback and a, you know, a punishing running game, but. Five picks on that uh, that Neshoba from Neshoba on that Grafton team, who usually is a pretty good ground team. Uh, that's that's the eye opening. So they play Marlboro at four thirty on Friday, and the Panthers they, they lost a tough game to Groton Dunstable. So I think they, you know they're looking at you know, they're looking at right in the ship too. So that should be a good statement game. And anytime those two teams meet, it's one of the best rivalries in Midwatch B. Yeah, and uh, you know, kind of continuing continuing on with our uh, with our top ten poll. Uh, who do we got next on the on the list? You know, Nipmunk is uh, was at number eight in the, the first poll. They lost in three overtimes to Littleton, and Littleton's one of the perennial top teams. They're always in the, the mix for Gillette. So that's that's a uh, it's you look at the losses, you don't look at that and say, "Geez, so how do we lose that game?" Because you know Tigers are going to beat a lot of teams, but. Um, I think Nipmunk could rebound from that. They have a new coach. It's actually the third coach in in the last couple months. Uh, they had a off season coaching change as well, so. They're just starting to get get rolling, but they have a, a real strong team. I think with the big thing about Nipmunk last year when they played at Gillette, they had a lot of sophomores and juniors contributing, and that they're all back. So I think you know they looked real good, even though even though they didn't get the result they wanted. Yeah, Judah Dishington threw for 140 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Richie Brony rushed for a, you know three touchdowns, 190 yards. Nathaniel Gould made you know almost 100 yards receiving. I think that's a good sign to see it. The monks ready to start start winning some games. They play Northbridge, and that's another game. As their game of the week last week, Northbridge Valley Tech. Northbridge got a got the loss to Valley Tech in a great game. I think uh, Northbridge is looking to sort of. They, you know they know that beating Nipmunk, getting the one and one, that's going to be a uh, that's going to be a good good key for them. Yeah, and uh, you know every every year we sit uh, we sit back and it seems like the same teams. We've got you know St. John's, Doherty, Wachusett, um, you know, yeah, Shrewsbury, you know, Shrewsbury back again. Neshoba looks strong. Uh, anybody, uh, anybody, you know, on the horizon this year that kind of looks to like crack into that, you know, that top. You know, top five um, that that comes to mind, Jim. It'll be you know what Fitchburg. I think they their team and, and Lemonster. Lemonster is another one. Lemonster. Yeah. If, they, if they, I mean, they both had you know two real good games to open the season. I think uh, they could start being back. I mean, like I said, like back in the glory days, you think of two of the best programs of all time. Yeah. So Fitchburg teams. and Lemonster both one and zero for Anthony the first Kendo. time since. Yeah, since whatever. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. It's been a long time. Fitchburg has been a young team for the last couple of years. Uh, Okendo is uh, had had almost 300 yards rushing. I think he had a real good game to open that season. He could be a problem. Yeah, and you know Fitchburg with that big win over West Springfield, and then as previously uh, mentioned, Lemonster's 34-6 win over over Westfield. Um, any other uh, any other um, games you know this past weekend worth worth uh, worth mentioning? I know um, you know we had um, on on Saturday there were a couple of uh, couple of you consider upset. Yeah, upset games. Oxford Oxford beat Auburn for the first time in about three decades. I think that was a big big win for the Pirates. I think you know what South High beating St Peter Marion. South has been on the Schneid for the last couple of years. It's nice to see the Colonels Colonels get a good a good win over you know St Peter Marion that's also fallen on hard times. But I think you know. I you know I think they they can that's a good statement when that shows that coaching staff they've been preaching you know hey follow the message for the last couple of years 
they got a win out of it. That's a real good. That's a real good win for them. And um, you know, I got to mention Oakmont and Gardner. Uh, you know, Gardner putting up twenty points. Yeah. Um, you know, against uh, a pretty good Oakmont team who scored uh, a ton themselves. But uh, you know, some of those North County teams. Uh, you know, Gardner, Oakmont, even you know Quabbin uh, with a big win um, on on week one. And you know, Quabbin has a uh, Quabbin has uh, quite the test. Uh, coming up, coming up this week. Yeah, pissed off Auburn team. Yeah, so. you know Auburn, Auburn, Quabbin. Um, you know, so watch out, uh, watch out for that game. So, uh, Jim, always, uh, always a pleasure. Great insight, uh, breaking down our top ten and some other games to watch. We'll do it, do it every Monday. A uh, little look back uh, at the previous weekend and a look ahead uh, to some big games this Man, this weekend. Where knock, are you going to be this knock weekend? Knock off the rough. I'll, I'll, I'll where, be, where are you going to be this weekend, my, my boss makes me uh, sit in the office all weekend and quarterback <laughs> things, so I'll have the online stuff ready for you guys. There you go. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.